0: Okay, so this is a little story time about what happened yesterday with my church when they decided to chase me down, corner me, and kick me out of church, preventing me from worshiping with them. Okay? I got a lot of questions on Twitter to give, give me give people details about this, and I think this is probably an easier way for me to tell the story and make sure everyone has the same information. And um, And you can also listen to this like on your way back home or something, if you're driving on my podcast, my sister said podcast, I'll put that on there so you can hear it. I don't know. And people who want you can see it. You can see it on here. Okay. So um, this is probably easiest for everybody. It's definitely easy for me for just to just be able to say the story once and just kind of get on with it. Um, and if you have any questions, I guess you can tweet me or ask. I don't, but I'm not really a big Twitterer or sponsor. So just letting you know that part. Okay, so... Before I start, here's a little bit of back, a little background, small bit of background, and then some things I think that are important for you to know, okay? So first of all, hi, my name is Uche, and I attend Watermark Community Church in Dallas, and this is where this all happened. Um, Something that's important is to know that a couple, um, I've been calling out my church for their spiritual abuse publicly since August, or since July of 2020. August or July of 2020, as Christians are supposed to do for leadership, according to 1 Timothy 5.20. So Bible tells Christians to call out leadership who does not, you know, get their act together, and keeps abusing people. And um, I had first been doing, you know, telling them about the issues that they were having privately over the years and emails and meetings and stuff, but nothing was done to just address those issues. Um, things like, you know, how they are treating the deaf ministry, how they're treating the black people at their church, how they were just neglecting like refusing to treat, teach against racial prejudice, those kind of things. That's what I was, um, talking to them about. So I've been calling them out publicly, um, mainly on my YouTube channel or YouTube channel, um, which is called Uche on purpose. And, um, which was not initially started for this at all. It was not started for this purpose at all, but, um, after 2020, it became really necessary. Um, so anyways, I started calling them out and about 36 days, no, 26 days after I started calling them out, um, I was subsequently like removed from membership and they just started kind of making my life hell. (laughs) Like take, like I lost my CG, people turned against me. It was awful. And, um, because I started calling out their abuse. And if you're like me, you probably wonder like, man, when I learn about like Canna Cook camps or when you learn about, um, you know, Robbie Zacharias and Mars Hill and, you know, what's happening at my church, whatever that happens in churches, you're like, man, why didn't someone step forward? Why didn't someone say anything? Man, Christians are so hypocritical, blah, 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 blah. Especially if you're a non-Christian. I'm telling you, I am a hundred percent sure, 100,000 percent sure that people have spoken up. People have come forward and said something. But when they do, they're punished. They're they are made out to be this like unstable, like crazy person, and then kind of ran out of the church. And of course, a lot of people have a question about why, why would you continue to go to a church that has abused you and that, um, you know, that doesn't want you to be there. The places like, you know, why don't you just go where you're wanted? And um, all due respect to people who ask that question, that question is, is stupid and it's the wrong question, um, especially if you're a Christian. Um, like, this is where I'm supposed to be. This was never about them. It was never about me. It was about God. It's always been about my faith. Like, I didn't know who they were when I came there. You know, I did not, I have no idea who they are. Um, It was about my faith. And also, but also it's like, that's the the wrong question. That's why I I don't have a lot of respect for people who ask that question, honestly. Uh, Maybe that's the, the mean in me, but I'm just like, who cares what they want if they want me there? You need to ask yourself why they would not want someone who exposes abuse like in, in a church, <laughs> like it's like, and why they don't want me there and who they is. You mean my pastors and elders and leaders do not want a someone who calls out abuse in their church. Let's say all the words together. It's because they want to continue abusing and continue doing things that are wrong with in privacy, in peace. They wanna continue hurting people in peace. Let me just say this in case anybody's confused. My goal in life is never to make life easier for an abuser. It's not. Like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but it never never will be. Um, I've been called a lot of names like troublemaker and all blah, 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 troublemaker and slanderer and divisive, all this stuff. Um, and that's actually an important word because this sermon was actually, for me, the sermon that was taught. And I'll tell you why in a second. And I know that it was, but whatever. Um, they don't, they don't want me there, there. And, uh, but anyways, so let me just, I'll just get that out of the way. Okay. So anyways, because on, an issue that my, my church has is that they hire a lot of yes people around them. Um, I can see, I've really been able to see that like consensus gets mistaken for correctness all the time. They're like, oh yeah, 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 we agree, we agree. But they agree on the wrong thing. Like uh, what happened to me on Sunday was literally a planned out thing. They'd planned it, they'd arranged it, they knew it was gonna happen. Um, I didn't find this out until like a little bit later, but whatever, you'll you'll get that point. So anyways, um, so I've been calling them out because it's necessary and I really don't want anybody else to get hurt. Um, and people will get hurt because although this is what's what happened to me is what happens in the background. I'm gonna let you listen to a little clip of the type of kind of mask that my church wears. Um, And I like through my spiritual abuse process, which I've kind of been just talking through on my podcast and um, just going through in real life, I've realized I've learned a lot about narcissistic personality disorder and toxic personalities and how a lot of people with these disorders, a lot of people who are in leadership have these disorders and they like, what looks, appearance is what matters. The outside is what counts. When my, you know, something happens that's really good at my church, they'll only advertise that. And then the rest of the abuse of the horrible stuff that happens in the background, you'll never hear about it. So um, let me give you an example of the type of mask that my church wears. Okay. So this sermon is, was called uh, so show your wounds to share your savior right and um, this was taught on May 30th on May 30th of 2021 and this is a gig, this is this is like the the mask this is what they showed to the world okay and this pa- this is my pastor John Elmore who actually taught that morning that I was kicked out of church I asked David Kinney. David Kinney, he stole $30,000 worth of equipment off this stage and from behind stage to hawk it at a pawn shop to buy hardcore street drugs that could have killed him. Left his wife and little girls to chase his drug habit while stealing $30,000 that y'all probably tithed and gave to the church. David Kinney right now, you know what he's got? He's got this. He has a key to every building in every room in every closet at this church. He oversees the facilities of this entire campus because Jesus saved him. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's the the mask that my church leaders wear to say that, oh my gosh, we're so forgiving and understanding. You could steal from us so much money and we love you and you can work here, you know? That's, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, they have his balls for life, honestly. Like, I literally know someone who was kicked out of Watermark because they refused to sign the membership contract. Not because they weren't a Christian, not because they denounced, you know, engaged in satanic worship or nothing, like nothing. They just refused to sign a legally binding contract to Watermark. It has nothing to do with God, nothing to do with, you know, anything. The blood covenant of Christ, It was just, he did not sign on dotted line because he said, this guy I met we were friends and I was wondering where he went, but he was kicked out. He was like, yeah, they wouldn't give me a biblical reason for me to sign this. So I refused to sign it. And so in turn, they kicked me out, turned my community group against me. And yeah, it took me about eight months to go back to church. Sounds "Sounds familiar, right? The other little mask I want you to keep in mind is this article written by um, Elder Blake Holmes, on January 17th, 2022. Because as I said, all this happened just right after Easter in um, April, right? So he wrote this article that reads, uh, that's titled, Why Does the Church Gather? Okay. And he says, um, and I want to put like a little disclaimer on this. Um, a lot of this is basically the example of spiritual abuse and it's very, what's it called? Um, things are used out of context. And I know that we're, I'm reading this, but I'm reading it to see like, they will literally say anything, weaponize anything, but whatever. So there's five reasons that Blake Holmes gives for why the church gathers. The first one is the definition of the church assumes we gather. Number two, the metaphors of the church imply we gather. And number three, the commands of the church demand we gather and number 4 the ordinances of the church require we gather and number 5 the witness of the church necessitates we gather and then um, and then he says sadly it's it, it is common for christians to readily to readily dismiss our need to gather yet each time we do we are arguing against what the scripture so clearly teach Moreover, we are arguing against one of the Lord's means of grace in our lives and forsaking one of his greatest blessings. Is <laughs> that if you are well and able, I encourage you to join us this Sunday, not to check a box, but to experience the blessing of being together. Okay. All right. So uh, keep, please keep this in mind as you listen to this story, okay? So, okay, so as I said, I've been calling on my church since uh since um since since July of 2020. And when I was dismissed from membership, even I still have my dismissal letter right now. And I also have a, you know, I also posted a story. I also posted a video on my YouTube channel I'm reading out my dismissal letter. And in that dismissal letter they said, Uche you are free to come to any service or event, blah, blah, blah. Honestly, I didn't need their invitation. I was always free to do that. House of God. And then second of all, first of all. And then second of all, um, they offered this, they said this to me to be nice, but thinking that I would not actually do that. But of course they don't know me. I guess they weren't paying attention because I never planned on leaving anyways. I was going to keep calling them out if I was even if I was a member of the church, um, quote unquote, a quote unquote member. And I'm not a non-member, right? So anyways, so, you know, I've always been quote unquote allowed to be there um, and they knew I never planned on leaving in the first place, okay? Like the reason why they felt so safe to do what they did to me is because usually they've gotten away with this. No one's ever called them out on it the same way, you know? Um, that's why this felt so comfortable. They were just like, whatever, just another person to leave. So yesterday, yesterday on Sunday, I um, decided to go to church. I, I wasn't gonna go to church. I don't go to church a lot, um, like go into church because, it's because of the pandemic. And I just don't really feel like driving a whole bunch. And, and also it's like, it's just a lot of, it, it, it's a practice to go to church now um, because I have to get, make sure my mind is right before I go. And so, um, but I was looking forward to going because I hadn't, I missed worship. Like I'd gone on Easter. Um, so I'd gone to church, I'd gone to Watermark on Easter, um, but I had missed worship. I was there, I was late, um, a a little bit late to the service and it was a good service. This new guy TA taught and it was pretty good. And, um, so anyway, so I was like, you know, let me, let me just go to church. I decided to go to the 9am service, but, um, I have time blindness. I have ADHD. And so I was late. I was late. I missed the worship, but I made the sermon. So I was like, cool. I can just... I can just make the sermon, listen to it, and listen to, and then go to worship right after because that's what I was really looking forward to. I've missed it. Um, I've really missed it. Like worship at Watermark fire. you will never hear me say anything otherwise. You just won't. Um, and so, sorry. And so I, you know, went to service, went inside, sat down, listened to the listen to the sermon. Yes, I did. I got inside, listened to the sermon, and uh, listened to the sermon. It was. Uh, Taught by, taught by John Elmore, it was taught by John Elmore. And um, as I was listening though, something really interesting really like kind of jumped out at me. I realized that the, the thing that he was teaching in the sermon was actually um, stuff from my dismissal letter. Like a lot of the things that, that was said in my dismissal letter from the church was said in um, the, the sermon on Sunday. And um, this is, this is, this is going to sound crazy, but it's actually what happened. I don't know. Like, it sounds like, oh, this is a coincidence. No, it's not a coincidence. This is just how things work at toxic churches, that toxic and predatory churches that do petty things. Um, it's crazy. But anyway, so they knew I was coming to church on Sunday. And the reason why they knew that is because they have people that. They have people at the church that look through my social media and follow me and look at what I'm doing, right? So I posted this post um, on the week, a couple days after Easter service that I went to, I posted this thing on Instagram. So the reason I know that they knew that I was gonna be at church was I posted this on um, three days before before I was kicked out on Sunday, okay? Um, That was a Thursday. So I posted this, it says, My church thinks I'll be ashamed to attend services because I'm exposing their abuse, spiritual abuse publicly. If I'm unashamed to attend while sinning against a perfect God, you best believe I'll feel less than zero shame after offending my racist POS leaders. See you Sunday sinners. I was feeling really like, yeah, about myself. Um, because honestly, it's really strange. I've had to work through a lot of shame for some reason. Um, a lot of, projection, a lot of the um, things that have been said to me have kind of were getting to me like, man, why are you going? You shouldn't be going to church there. Um, And as I said before, like I've actually done a lot of research throughout this process of helping me unlearn shame. And one of the biggest things that's helped me the most is understanding narcissistic personality disorder and the type of people who would take a job in leadership at a church, but never show any empathy towards people. Um, when push came to shove. Okay. Um, So this is, this is what I learned about narcissists. It says, narcissists will destroy your life and erode your self-esteem and do it with such stealth as to make you feel like you are the one letting them down. And that's what it's felt like this entire time. I felt like I was betraying the loyalty of my church while I was calling them out. I'm like, I'm not even supposed to be loyal to you. I'm supposed to be loyal to God. Like you don't just get a, just because I like, just because I like the service, just because I like the worship. You don't get a free pass to abuse me or other people and not be called out for it. I don't think that's supposed to be like rocket science, but it's, it's manipulative. It's something that I've had to endure. So they did that message and he was super specific towards me and it was really rude. And I was like, whatever. I'll try not to laugh through it. Um, I'm now that I'm thinking back on it, some of the things that he said, um, he's, he was saying like during the thing, he was like, you know what, you know, getting removed from membership is not an immediate thing. It's not immediate. It is, um, it takes over time to be removed. And they all know that they, the elders kicked me out within 26 days of me, like literally less than a month of me starting to expose their abuse. They like, you know, kicked me out of membership and took away my CG and stuff. And I started like shunning me and shunning emotional abuse, by the way. So anyways, so the sermon, they're saying all these things about how like, you know, say that because he was teaching that there's, you know, yeast, a little yeast in bread will leaven the whole loaf. And he's like, it's poison. It's poison. And like basically saying that, like he, I think he was trying to call me poison. I'm like, okay. Anyways, (laughs) he was like, he was like, He's like, yeah, a little yeast in the bread will leaven the whole loaf, will make everything, you know, yeast works, it will multiply and release poison to make the the dough rise. And he, uh, he said that. And he was also he used a lot of like gross examples about how like something that's bad needs to be dispelled from a church or they need to take out snot and just dispel the horrible, disgusting thing, get it out of the pure whatever. And (laughs) the pure atmosphere, I'm sorry, like laughing (laughs) because it sounds crazy, but this is what was taught. And then knowing that I'm going to church that day and knowing that what's in my dismissal letter and knowing that they don't like me, they don't want me there, Avi. And uh, anyways, they were just like, yeah, like you need to exile the, you need to, what is it called? Strike out the divisive person. You need to kick them out or whatever. You know, if the person is divisive, you need to remove them from the, from, from the church or whatever, and he's like, "There's always a way back, though. Anyone who's you know taken out of church, there's always a way back into membership. If you're kicked out of membership, there's always a way back." And that was the, that was the message. <laughs> and you listen to me and listen to the message. It's online right now. That was the message with what I posted. And you know they knew I was coming. It's very pointed, and I don't want to go into it, but it's like it's crazy how much of it. Is how like they were really pointing at me and they knew I was going to be at service. I think there might've been some baiting involved to hopefully that I would react to some of it. And, um, but I, you know, I've told you I've learned about narcissistic abuse and I learned about baiting. And so I didn't take the bait. So anyways, so I, um, what is that? So yeah, I heard the lesson and then I went and I just chilled for a second and then I started walking out. And so, but then- uh, Um, And so when I came up front to talk to see John Elmore um, about his little lesson that he taught, I was like, you know what yeast is? Like yeast is racial prejudice and y'all never teach about it. And that's a poison that's allowed to grow and really consume this church with racism because you all never preach against racial prejudice. That's my whole entire thing with my church. They refuse to do it. That's where it started at least. And they're like, and my pastor, John, John Elmer was like, he was like, oh, that's your opinion. That's your opinion. I don't see racial prejudice here. I don't see racism here. And I'm like, well, it's a good thing. Sin is a hard issue, right? That you always say. And he was just like, oh, that's your opinion. And that I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and they started talking I'm like, well, Uche, he asked me, Uche, why do you even come here? What? He's like, why do you come here if you just hate us so much? You hate us. And I was like, I was like, first of all, sir, you're projecting, you hate me. Because I've never actually said I hate you, so I don't know where that's coming from. You know exactly what I don't. They know exactly what I don't like about this church because I've said it to them. Not very good at you know beating around the bush, so I've told them what I don't. What I don't like, and then he's like, "It's like why do you come here?" I was like, "Why do you come here?" And um, he's and I, he's like, "Well, I want to be encouraged. I want to be when I come. I want to be around people. I want to be encouraged." And I was like, "It's so weird to hear that question from a pastor." I'm not gonna lie. It's really weird to hear that from you. John Elmer. Like, so you come because you get warm and fuzzy feelings. And honestly, if John Elmer is not watching this video, and if someone who knows him watches this, like you can answer this question for him. Because I mean I have a video actually I have a podcast episode and it's on YouTube too that you want you can watch to understand the other reasons why I stay at my church. But this is one of the biggest ones, and that I've learned. And that maybe if my church actually taught about Matthew twenty three, which is like literally a chapter in the Bible, they avoid like the plague. I'm not lying to you. They literally don't touch it because Jesus is, is, Jesus is the one who is um, condemning Pharisees um, and religious leaders. They would never touch that. They don't touch it because they don't want to get too many ideas in people's heads. Right? Anyways, just the first five verses, five, five verses of Matthew 23 answers that question, you know, because Jesus gets it too what Jesus told, you know, people, whenever he's talking in that verse, he says, he says, um, Matthew 23, it says, Jesus criticizes the religious leaders. He says, then Jesus said to the crowds and to, the, and to his disciples, the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees are official interpreters of the law of Moses. So practice and obey whatever they tell you, but don't follow their example. For they don't practice what they teach. They crush people with unbearable religious demands and never lift a finger to ease the burden. Everything they do is for show. Let me tell ya. Let me tell ya. They've just described the leaders of my church. I feel like there's something wrong with a lot of believers that they think the Christians that they they forget the word and is very important. Like how important that is. Someone can be a great a great speaker, a great. Um, great teacher, and and be hella abusive. And people say that's cognitive dissonance, but not really, it's just reality. I'm, I'm kind of a bitch sometimes, and I'm right about what's happening at my church. Those two things can happen at the same time. Um, I, have, I have never, ever said I never I've never like insulted my pastor's ability to teach. I've never insulted them. Like they, the, the sermons at Watermark, most of them are fire. I will still say from this day, like the only reason one of the only reasons why I even read the book of Proverbs is because of Todd Wagner. Watermark worship, they are so talented. You know, Davy Flowers and she's now there. I'm like, hello, so talented. <laughs> but just because those two things are true. Like, I mean, doesn't mean you have a free pass to abuse people and that you're not going to be count. Like, I'm not going to hold you accountable because you can have a fire service and, fire- and great, great lessons and be racist and be abusive and toxic and kick people out of church for dumbass reasons, for unbiblical reasons. So I was about to leave after talking to my pastor. I was like, oh, whatever, you know, private conversation. And I was like, um, I was like, okay, well, People started coming in and starting to talk to us both. And I was like, I'm not, I feel like I'm getting kinked up on it and I don't wanna do that. So I started walking out. And as I was walking out, this girl, Micah, comes up to me and starts walking and talking to me. And she's like, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Just talking to me, blah, 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 blah. Um, but honestly, I'm not realizing that I think she's just stalling and keeping me there to, I guess, wherever they get reinforcements or whatever. And so she's just sitting there talking to me and I was like, well, honestly, this is so weird that I'm having this conversation again and again. I don't think there's any confusion about how bad racial prejudice is. I don't know why it's not being taught against, right? And so that conversation keeps happening and all of a sudden this girl, Caitlin, walks up. I don't know her, never met her. So when I'm saying these names, these are names that I'm seeing for the first time, except for my pastors, everyone else that I meet that day, first time ever even seen them or even met them, right? Um, it's never one of the security people then, but I've, I've seen him like in the past, but I don't know his name, which I did. But anyways, um, <laughs> you've talked about the funniest part. So funny. This story is, it is kind of funny, some part of it, but it's still very sad. Cause it's, it's funny because it's kind of crazy what's happening and, um, to say out loud. Okay. So anyways, so this girl, this woman named Caitlin walks up to me and she walks up to me like, Like, hey, what's going on? Like, what's going on? Is everything okay? And and she's like, hi, I'm Caitlin. Like, introducing me. I was like, oh, I'm I'm Uche. And she's like, okay. And she's like, what's going on? And oh yeah, oh I didn't forget this part. And Caitlin was like, yeah. She's like, well, honestly, what more do you feel like you've made your point to the elders? Do you feel like you've made your point to the elders? She kept saying that, and I was like, what do you mean by that? Like, what do you mean? It's one of Watermark's favorite questions. I'm like, what do you mean specifically? What do you mean? Have I feel like I've made my point? Which what point are you talking about? She's like, have you feel you've expressed yourself? I think she was just saying like, haven't you said enough? Like, isn't this done? This little racism, racial prejudice thing. Aren't aren't we done with this? I'm like, well, I'll be done with it. I will stop talking about racism or racial prejudice as soon as y'all stop talking about abortion. Deal? You know, that's where I am right now. So anyways, so I was like, I was just, I was like, what are you talking about? And having, you know, come out with it. Say the words that you need to say. I'm not playing a game with y'all. So anyways, Caitlin was like, well, maybe it's not the best, thing that you come to the services because, you know, it's not, you know, it's probably not what's best for you. And, and it was really weird. She walked up to me like a stranger, but just literally I waited five minutes. She knew exactly who the hell I was. She was like, she was telling me that she's like, she says, "Um, didn't the leaders give you some very specific steps on to what it took to come and worship with us? Didn't they give you specific, you know, next steps? That's how we, that's how my church talks next steps to, you know, being able to worship, you know, and be attending services with us. And this is the part of the, <laughs> the story where I need to interject something. So back in October of 2021, my, my pastors sent me an email, a letter, and blind, so they called me, blindsidedly, called me, um, sent me an email about wanting to speak to me, have a meeting with me in person and talk about my anger towards them. That's what the words they use, my anger towards them. And I'm like, what anger? (laughs) We're all good. We're extremely gruntled. No, but um, they're like, we want to have this meeting, blah, blah, blah with me. And I was like, I don't trust y'all worth anything, right? Um, And so that's back in October of 2021. That's before this happened. And I have refused to meet with them because I don't trust them at all. Because the last time I met with them, the last time I met with my church in person, um, they, uh, they—that's the day they told me I was no longer a member of the church. And they didn't—they blindsided me with that information that I was no longer a member. They had, didn't tell me why we were meeting. They just said, "Oh, we're just you know talking about next steps and blah blah." blah meeting about this, they made it seem very what's it called benign. And but that was the day they basically tried—they kicked me out of membership of Watermark. So I don't really trust them to have another in-person meeting. In fact, I have a boundary that I will never ever meet with a member of leadership of Watermark leadership in person, um, at, church, at, at Watermark ever again. No, never. Because they, they've not, they've, they've that, that, that betrayal really broke my heart, broke my spirit. And, um, I'm still recovering from the trauma of that, that whole situation. So anyways, um, so they wanted to meet, they're like, we want to meet with you in person. And they just have this like, they're just like obsessed with meeting me in person by myself with the leaders. I'm like, are you on crack? Like, literally, like, what, whatever y'all are huffing together. I know I said, this is, a, this is a great idea. I do not agree and I don't trust it. And plus, I'm like, I'm not a member, right? I'm not a quote unquote modern Mark member. I'm just a non member and I go to church. So y'all calling for meetings is so weird because. It's just, it's just, I'm just like, I don't get it. How do y'all say I'm not, I'm a non-member and then y'all do asking for meetings with me. Just a random, right? So anyway, so I'm just a person that goes to church and, you know, I'm just a congregant or whatever. Anyway, so I, uh, so they send that letter and that email back in 2021. Um, But the thing is like, I hadn't heard from them before then. That was like that email that they said they want to have this meeting with me and they want to meet in person with me to develop my anger and stuff. That, that I never, I had not heard from a member of leadership the entire, almost 14 months after I was kicked out of membership. And this meeting that they wanted me to, they, this meeting that they're trying to meet, get me to set up is uh, with this girl, Sierra Sanchez. And I'm like, I don't like Sierra Sanchez. I know her and I do not want to meet with her. <laughs> like as she's gaslighting me before um, about, you know, about the church's stance on racism and stuff. And I just not interested in talking to her. I was like, I told them point blank. I was like, I don't like her. I'm not interested in talking to her ever. I'm good. I'm like, why? What will change in my life if I speak to this girl? Nothing, my life will be exactly the same, except for I have to talk to her, except for I'm gonna be upset talking to her. So I'd rather not, right? And so I was like, no, I'm just gonna go to church. I'll just do church and just, you know, mind my business. I need a heal. And so um, they wanted to do this meeting. They did give a reason for this meeting, but I'm not going to say it because honestly, they lie a lot um, and like and blow things out of proportion. There's um, like when I was actually, you know, desperate, desperate, and when I initially was kind of kicked out of membership desperate for someone to listen to me, desperate for someone to acknowledge my pain and my, just my hurt and my sorrow, like literally just deep sorrow um, about what had just happened. No one was there. Sierra, this girl they want me to meet with, this girl, she was my Facebook friend. You know, she has my number, I have her number. I never heard from her throughout the entire, almost like, oh, like almost like a, 14 months after I was kicked out of membership, I didn't hear from her throughout that time. And she watched my stories. She heard my pain. She saw that I was really hurting and never reached out to me, never talked to me. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, we want to talk to you, Jay. Because they saw that I was coming back to church. I was getting better because I was healing. Um, but what they didn't realize is when they decided to shun me, and that's, and by the way, shunning in a silent treatment is emotional abuse. It is torture. That's, there's a reason why that works. Um, feel like whenever my church decided to just kind of cut me off and they're like, you're like 26 days after I started calling out their abuse, they decided to cut me off and basically treat me like I was a dead person. Like I didn't exist. It's emotional torture. It's horrible. It's, it's horrible. Like, look it up. It's painful. And that's why the silent treatment and shunning is used, um, against people. Um, and so, that's a part of the abuse that my church use, utilizes against people. And um, anyways, so yeah, during that whole time, that whole over a year that I was just healing by myself, no one reached out. No one wanted to speak to me. No one was so concerned about my anger and my hurt or my sorrow. And so what they what didn't realize was that I got hella used to not speaking to leadership. I helped got really used to understand like, not speaking to them and i got better without them and i got better without <laughs> them acknowledging my uh, my pain and my sorrow and i was like oh, okay this is cool whatever and so when they say oh we you need to meet i'm like actually no i don't because y'all weren't interested before like so what's what is so urgent now when i did actually need something y'all weren't there so this must not have anything to do with me okay so that's the meeting that caitlin walked up talking about that They were, they've been asking me to meet with a member of leadership since October of 2021. Okay. The reason, the real reason for this meeting, I honestly have no idea what it is. I don't know. And what I, since my life has kept going on since then, I honestly don't care. That's how I gauge stuff. I'm like, huh, will my life be the same if I ignore this for five days? Yep. Then I'm like, I'm good. Literally. So I'm, there's no reason for me to go. Um, anyway, so that's literally just where I am right now. And so I have just ignored the meeting and just continued to you know, do what I does. Um, I had not been to church in a long time because I just didn't feel like driving. I didn't want to. I was listening to different podcasts and I was listening to church online. So it was, I just didn't want to go for a while. And then you know when Easter rolled around, you know, that's when I decided to go. That's when I decided to go. Oh yeah. I didn't mention one thing. (laughs) Uh, So in this letter, the elders had sent me and they're like, you need, we need to meet with you. And they asked and said, well, if you, you know, we're going to ask that you stop coming to the campus or come to services and stuff for a while um, so that you can, you know, um, and have this meeting until you, until you have this meeting with us, you um, we we're gonna ask that you stay away from the Watermark campus. And see, it's a campus and not a church all of a sudden. They need to change their name to Watermark Community Campus instead of, because all of a sudden it's a campus when they're talking to me. But it was that's why I noticed. It's really funny to me right now. And I laugh only because this is crazy that people agree to this and they're like, you know what? Let's, let's just do this to Uche. This is a good idea. And I'm like, okay, we'll see if you still think that after this. Um, but anyway, so anyway, so I, so I got that email and I was like, first of all, I didn't, I had not gone to church a lot because pandemic. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. Like whatever. Like not coming is not, I I didn't, I only went sometimes because I just, I was not in the group of going to church because I'd been away for so long watching online, listening to podcasts, other things. And so I saw that I was like, I don't, I don't care about this that much to be like, I'm, I'm not desperate to be there all the time, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm okay, I'm good. I was like, whatever. Like I'm, I'm okay. I don't, I don't need to meet with them. I'm, you know, it's just, it's just, it was just really weird. Something I learned about narcissists also is they usually punish by withholding. And That's withholding money, withholding anything that you love, I anything mean, that you like, that person, their target likes. They'll withhold it to, to have control over them. Um, literally, you need to like learn about narcissism, Narciss- narcissism and narcissistic personality disorder because there's a lot of narcissists that are in leadership in churches. So anyway, especially in this church. Um, and so for my church. And so and so that's what they were withholding because I do love worship. I'm not very secretive about that. I love watermark worship and they know that. And they know I loved, I've put in my videos that I love going to church. I do, like I did especially love going to church. It's something that I do value. I like it, um, I enjoy it. And so they know this. And so that's what they can withhold from me because they don't really have much on me, right? They didn't. That's why they kicked me out for the most part because I didn't really have anything to hold over my head. Um, I figured all this out, you know, lighter, but whatever. So anyway, so so Caitlin walked up to me and said that. She's like, well, didn't your leadership give you next steps like to, you know, what to do to come to services? And I was so confused. I was like, I was like, Caitlin, I was like, Caitlin, who are you? Cause I'm like, how do you even know about this? <laughs> Cause I've never met this girl ever in my life. I was like, Caitlin, I'm like, I was just like, who are you? She's like, oh, I'm Caitlin. I'm on the leadership team. I was like, oh, so you know me, but you, uh, and I told her, I told her, like, you walked up to me like you had no idea who I was. Why did you do that? Like, it's so, it's bizarre and fake. And like, this is weird. Just be honest. Why is that so hard for my church? Like, be honest, be straightforward. Stop wearing a mask. Take it off. Oh, I'm like, Ugh, I know it's ugly, but whatever. I've seen ugly, you know? So I, so she comes up to me and she starts telling me that stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. It started like coming, started, everything started kind of making a little bit more sense. And then all of a sudden, um, a security guard comes. I see a security guard coming and then I see another guy coming in and then I see another security guy from water coming and then I see a cop coming and I'm just like, are you fine? kidding me right now. She, and then she brings up the meeting again. It's like, "Well, maybe make sure you maybe you should you should really meet with Sierra. Maybe you should not really have set up that meeting to meet with Sierra." And kept and just like, "You know, cuz I think that's good for next steps." I was like, "I don't understand what any of this has to do with anything you're saying." It was so confusing. And then um and so I was like, "Uh, I started like walking away and I was like, eh, "Something happened." I was like, this is so weird. I was just being really confused. And then this guy comes up and this is this guy, Nathan or Nate McDonald, McDougal. Nate, his name's Nate. He's a security head. I didn't know that at the time. He just walks up and he's like, hey, Uche, blah, blah, blah. He starts talking to me. I was like, who are you? I kept asking, who are you? He knew me, of course. Everyone on leadership knows me. They all know. And if you're ever wondering, you know, when you see a scandal at church, you see something going down, oh my gosh, is the leadership known? And they say, oh, we didn't know. We had no idea. They all know. I want you to make sure you know they all know. And Nate specifically told me he knew. Um, (laughs) He knew because he was like, hey, Uche, like, honestly, like, you know, you really should have this meeting with Sierra. Have this meeting. I was like, I don't like Sierra. I think she's a sociopath. I don't like her. Me talking to this woman that I don't care about, who doesn't care about racism or racial prejudice, who will freely gaslight me. Someone she calls a friend. I don't like her, and I don't see what her meeting with her has to do with m- anything I do. You know. And I was like, this is so weird. And this, and I'm this direct. I'm telling him this, and he's like, well, well, Uche, like honestly, like until you have that meeting, you. Cannot come back here. The elders were really clear. You cannot come back here. Um, you can't come back to the campus. Call us on a campus. It's not a church anymore. You can't come back to the Watermark campus um, if you don't have this meeting with Sierra or this meeting with leaders. And so they've all read this letter that the elders sent to me. It's like this letter that the elders sent to me he said, call this number and set this meeting up with Sierra to, you know, so that you can come back to church. Okay. Anyways, so somebody is talking to me and telling me, hey, Chad, like, you know, just do this to me. And I was like, honestly, I was like, Ugh. I was like, I don't want to. I told him, I don't want to. It's not something I'm ever going to do. I've already had this boundary. I'm not going to do it because there's no reason for me to do it. But he keeps trying to say that. And I was like, honestly, I was like, honestly, I don't want to go to work. I just want to go to worship. I didn't come here to talk to you. And I didn't come here to talk to anyone. I just came here to worship. That's it. You know? And I was like, and I asked him, I, throughout this whole entire conversation that I have, I talked with him for a while. I was asking, I was like, can I just go to worship? And then I'll leave, okay? They're like, you need to leave and ha- schedule that meeting and then you can come back and worship with us. Quote unquote, us. I'm like, who's us? Us, you freaks. I'm like, that's so weird, us. Ugh, weird. Like, I'm a Christian too. Anyways, and so um anyway so i was like i just want to worship and i kept asking i was like can i just please go worship because they were trying to ask me because they were trying to ask me to leave i was like oh God, can i please just worship i've been looking forward to this all week this is what i wanted to do i just wanted to just you know just have that time of worship right and um was singing a song of praise i'll say praise and worship like song and praise and stuff i've just been waiting for that and i missed it at easter i missed it that morning and i was like i just really wanted to go I kept asking that question. He kept saying, no, no, you're going to have to leave. No, 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 no. And I was getting upset, like really upset because that's all I was really looking forward to. I was like, this is really weird. And I asked him and I was like, I asked Nate and everyone else is sitting around here. I asked him, why can't I go to worship? And he's just like, you just need to make that meeting first. And then he said, you're going to have to go right now. And we're going to we're going to go ahead and cite you a certificate of a certificate of uh, trespass or something, whatever it's called. I forget what it's called. I don't I don't know anything about trespassing. And we're going to cite you that. And so the cop came over to me. Um, by, by then there was like Micah was off in the distance, Caitlin was around me, Nate, the cop, a security guard, um, another security person, and then someone else is walking up to. So I and I'm sitting on the couch, right? I'm sitting on a little couch, just like this little, this little leather couch sitting there listening to them and they're talking with them. And honestly, I'm not that, I'm not too uncomfortable because I've been bullied literally throughout this entire process. um, And kind of shunned and, you know, just been, people have been weird around me and I'm just like, all right, well, (laughs) I came here for God, not for them. So whatever, I can talk to these people. Um, I'm not really intimidated by them because I'm like, y'all are horrible. I'm not intimidated by a lot of horrible people talking to me. Um, so whatever. So we were talking and I was getting upset though, because the, he kept saying no to worship. And he was like going to recite me this, this certificate of trespass. And I was like, and, and when he said that, I was like, Oh, this makes so much sense. No wonder you're trying to force my hand. You want, I'm like, I don't know what's happening in this meeting, but, uh, you, but saying that you love me and that you want me in church, but I have to do this meeting first. And then you're handing me a criminal trespass ticket thing. And I was like, Um, none of your actions are matching your words because throughout this entire conversation, like he kept saying, like Nate kept saying like, Hey, Uche, we want you here. We want you at Watermark. We want you worshiping with us. We want you here. Um, Then he's like, and then we're going to, you know, give you a certificate of trespass and, (laughs) and you're not allowed to worship, but you just can't worship with us today. even though that's what you really want to do, but we love you. And he, um, (laughs) It was crazy. Okay. I say this, I tell the people, I was like, honestly, I have not been at church in months. And then a security guy that I have never, the security guy that I've seen probably once or twice at Watermark, like in the past. And then the police officer say, you were here last week. (laughs) That's the last week was Easter. They both say at the same time, like you were here last week. I was like, what the (laughs) y'all both know that I was here last week. They're all prepped, I guess, for what Like, they all know about me, basically. They know to look out for me. It's a mega church. Oh, wait, I didn't, this is a mega church. Um, the number of seats in the auditorium is like 3,000 or something, 3,000. Um, and like a lo- thousands and thousands of people, thousands of people are at Watermark. A lot. Okay. <laughs> all right. And so anyway, so um, so they're looking out for me, right? Looking out for me because to them, I'm a threat. And I'm like, but yet they're inviting me to this meeting with leaderships in private. I'm like, Y'all, y'all's all you actions don't match your words. And that's honestly a big thing about narcissism. When you see that, that cognitive dissonance where someone's actions don't match their words, make sure you pay attention, it's a red flag, okay? So anyways, so the police officer and the security guy that I would never really met were like, you were just here last week. And they were like, and I was like, what? And I looked, I was like, and I told them, I was like, yeah, exactly. But I was not here before then. And the couple's like, yeah, that's true. And I was like, ah, how do you people know this? I was like, y'all are so crazy. He's like, yeah, I know you're you're on Easter. And we were going to say something to you and write a certificate of trespass for you. But I was like, ah, it's Easter. I was like, this we're Christians. Every day is Easter. When we we eat a meal, it's Easter. Hell, like, remember, right? And I'm just like, oh my God. And anyways, so, so he was like, yeah, it's Easter. Let's just let her. I'm like, then, then you know that I'm um, like, you know that like you can know in your mind that I'm actually like, there's nothing, you know, I'm not gonna do anything. I'm not some weirdo. I'm just going to church and you know this and you just are like still banning me from church until I have this meeting. Cause I, honestly, I think they're stopped me from doing that because like, if I was here on Easter and you allowed it to happen, then how are you trying to tell me I'm trespassing now? You know, you didn't know about it. It was not set up. So it's like, how am I trespassing when I wasn't trespassing last week? But anyways... So, but whatever, that's me legal speak thinking. But anyway, so um, so anyways, um, so that happened and I was like, yeah, but and I was like, Yeah, but I was late to worship. And, and that's what I all I want to do right now. And so, and then Nade kept saying, No, you can't, you need to set that meeting first, and then no, you can't. And I was like, Are you I was like, are you kidding me? Um and I, I, I was like, this is, I was starting to cry because I was getting really upset. And I was like, this is sucking. This time is going on. It's getting near to worship. I was going to be about to miss it. And um, they're like, we're going to walk you out. I was like, I am creeped out with how many people are here right now. I don't feel comfortable. Y'all are creeping me out. And I don't want to walk with y'all right now. And they're like, well, we're going to have to like, we're going to have to go because you're going to have to leave. And then, um, you know, we're going to cite you the certificate of trespass so that you know you're not allowed on campus unless you set out this meeting, campus. And so um, I was like, okay, whatever, send it. I'll send it over. Honestly, send it over. I mean, I like, a, I, I like a record of stuff. Please send that certificate of trespass over to me. He also tells me, I learned a lot from Nate. He also tells me, he said, honestly, Uche, I've been praying for you for the past two years, praying, praying for you for the past two years. I'm like, oh, so what I hear, I'm like, oh, so you've known about what's happened at Watermark and how I've been calling it out for the past two years, and you've known who I am, how to reach me, and you've said nothing to me. And I don't and this is the first time ever meeting you or understanding your existence. That's what I'm hearing. And then he says, and he also says, He's like, What do you say? He said, He said, I saw you he said, Uche, I saw you on Easter, and I've been following you since you walked into the church today. That's what he told me. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh really? I'm like, all right. I mean, I believe it. I've seen security people touch their ear whenever they see me. I'm like, I don't care. Honestly, I don't care. I'm like, I just want to go to church. And so, um, I mean, it's good for you know security, whatever. And so I, um, and so, and so that's what he told me. So you've known about me, you've done nothing and said nothing. Cool. And Not I'm meeting you for the first time, Nate. So when I'm telling you, when you say that leadership, do they know? Oh my gosh, they don't know anything. They all know. They all know everything, and they're choosing, actively choosing, not to do anything. You can ask them their reasons, but I'm my guess it's the reputation of la church. They want things to disappear, right? Like people usually do. We usually just get tired and sick and whore and just sad, and then just run off and you know kicked out and whatever. And so. I know this is a lot. And so that conversation happened and I just kept asking again, I was like, please let me go in and worship. All I want to do is just like, thank my God, worship my God. And literally I will leave. You can be beside me. I want to just, I don't care. I want to worship. That's the only reason why I came today. Um, And the only reason why I stayed right now after. Um, And they're like, no, no, no. And I was like, and I was just getting upset. I was like, why? I'm like, why? Is it because I'm a sinner? He's like, no. I was like, is it because I am offended God? I've done something wrong to God. Like what? And he's like, no, it has nothing to do with sin. You just need to meet with us before. I was like, oh, okay. So this has nothing to do with me or my relationship with God. This is all about you and y'all in the leadership of Watermark. This has nothing to do with my faith. This is about you. I'm like, oh. This is not a good reason for me to miss worshiping God. You are the worst reason for me to miss worshiping God right now. You know, it's not about sin, it's not about faith. I'm like, I'm not allowed to join the other sinners in there because I'm worse than them. Are they better than me? Are they more deserving to praise God in this house than me? And it's like, and I'm just, I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah. And just thinking all these, I'm just telling, I'm telling Nathan this, I'm telling the, asking the cops this, I'm asking people this. And they're just sitting here looking at me. they're like, no, just have this meeting. I'm like, you are not giving me a good reason for why I cannot go in and worship. I've not heard one good reason for why I can't, I am uh, not allowed to worship, not allowed. You're preventing me, literally physically preventing me from worshiping right now. They were blocking me. Um. And at the same time, asking me to a meeting at Watermark. It was, it's so crazy. It's like, so you don't mind if I'm at Watermark sometime this week, as long as it's not to worship God. They don't mind. If, I'm, if I make it, they're like, you make a meeting, they can make a schedule a meeting this week to meet with us. And then you can be at church. And I'm like, so this week is already happening. So you don't mind if I'm come to Watermark for a specific purpose, as long as it's not to worship God. That's not allowed, but to, to meet Sierra Sanchez is allowed. I'm like, y'all are, this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Y'all, I, you, and the fact that all of y'all are listening to this and no one's speaking up was so, it was so surreal. It was, it felt, I felt like a crazy, I felt like a crazy person. I was just like, this is what I've seen all the time at my church. They'll do this psycho toxic, right? Do it all together. Agree. This is for some reason they all agreed. Yes, let's prevent someone from worshiping in the house of God. I'm like they're like this is a good idea. God will be proud. I'm like and the the elders agreed to all this. They were he was speaking from their authority because my my elders, my leaders, the pastors are all inside, knowing what was happening to me, because they have all these in- ear pieces, they can know what was happening to me out there. They knew what was happening that I was getting kicked out because I wanted to worship, blah, 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 because um, before worship or whatever. They were in there and they taught a lesson. They taught a lesson right after that. That's what they did. and And have taught lessons, knowing what I've been going through, taught lessons, Month. I mean, Sunday after Sunday after Sunday after Sunday after Sunday, knowing what they did, knowing what they've done, and never addressed it. I sat there. I'm just like, I, and I was like, this is not a good reason for this. And um, what I tell him, I said like, I was like, so worshiping is a I was like is a privilege that I don't deserve because. What, like I have offended watermark leaders. Is that why I don't, like, I don't, I haven't offended God. I haven't sinned. It's not about sin, as you said, but I still don't, this, I don't get the privilege because I've offended watermark. And I was just like, this is ridiculous. And so I was like, whatever, give me that. I was like, give me that certificate of trespass. I want to see it. And I'm like, let's go. And so I started walking out with Micah. Um, I and eventually start leaving. I was like, this is ridiculous. I'm like, okay, I want to go. I'll go. And I started walking out with Micah and um, I try to go the main way that I usually leave. And they were just like trying to get me out. And, but this is, like, this part is really important. Okay. Really important is, and remember this part. Okay. So I started leaving with Micah, the girl that was on the, um, that was, what is it called? That was, that had initially walked out with me and I'm um, leaving with her and I I was trying to go out the main way that I usually go. You just me not go out the main entrance, go out the main exit, just go out. And these people stopped blocking me. And they're like, no, go out the side door. They kept pushing me, going to the side door, go out the side door. I was like, I, I parked out this way. Like, I'm going to go this way. I'm going to go to the front. <laughs> like, I want to go like leave the way I came. I know how to get my car. And like, no, no. And they kept blocking me, they're like blocking my body. Like people just like standing in my, there was a lot of people. There was like four people. So I was, I was literally, six people were surrounding me. At this chair. And then four people were blocking the sides. People could not go through to come see that I was being spoken to by like security. And, sh-. and security, the security guy and the police officer were like, you know, so when we do this ticket, that means you cannot come here unless it's, you know, you know, it's in, uh, it's discussed and it's scheduled, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, whatever, just send this ticket over. I don't care about what you're saying. I want to leave. Y'all are freaking me out. I was like, y'all, I mean, and I was like, well, then send it to me. Give me the ticket. Where is it? You know? Because I'm like, I like, I want the receipts then. Okay. And so, and so they, um, so anyway, so I was like, so these people were blocking the the main exit I, where I usually go, just go straight to my car out because uh, I parked in the the garage, the parking garages that, that are kind of off the the watermark campus. They're kind of like a ways away, maybe like length of a football field away from the church itself. So not a bad walk, just, you know, it's a mega church. So anyway, so I was like, all right, well I want to leave. And they weren't letting me going up. They weren't letting me go out the front entrance. And I was like, this is really weird. I'm like, why are you making me go out the side? Who cares? And then I was like, ding, ding, ding. (laughs) It dawned on me. Whoops. (laughs) That, um, they are not proud of what they're doing right now. That's something that you, like, that's why this is why narcissists wear masks, right? Because it's a lot of, there's a lot of shame underneath because they have a lot of acts. They do a whole lot of horrible things and they're it's shameful things, right? And so they were wanting to hide the fact that they were um, like, you know, kicking me out or maybe they're afraid of a scene, quote unquote, or afraid of the biggest fear is me running away and going in and worshiping God, woohoo, you know. Um, but anyone seeing me that knew me, I guess, see me get walked out of watermark. Um, people know me, people have know me, seen me around, around church. And so like, maybe they just wanted to prevent people from seeing me. So they're trying to walk me out the side door. And that's my I was like, oh, ding, ding, ding. Oh, okay, interesting. Huh, y'all aren't so proud of what you're doing, are you, since you're keeping it a secret? You're like, no, 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 you have to go out the side door. I'm like, who gives a right? If you're really proud of this and this is the right thing to do, you wouldn't be sneaking me out the side door you know? And so I was like, whatever. So I started leaving with Micah. And as I left with Micah, I don't like her either. Cause literally she stood idly by while this stuff was happening. I don't like anyone. I hate bystanders, Like people who are standing it by just listening. I'm like, honey, you're an enable, you're an enabler or a flying monkey, um, to a narcissist. <laughs> That's what you are. And I see you clearly. I can know you. I'll still be kind to you. Of course. Hello. I'm not a monster, but I understand what I'm looking at right? Um, you see abuse happening and Miss Micah was silent about it. So was Caitlyn. So was, they were just going along with it. Flying monkeys and the enablers. Pissed me off. So anyways, so um, if you're ever wondering about, oh my gosh, people didn't do anything. People didn't know. No, they know. They just choose, literally actively choose not to do anything. Whatever reason they have inside don't really matter. This is about right and wrong. Okay. And so I was walking, I walked, and we walked to my, the parking garage. Nate followed us. Nate and some other security guys followed me outside. And they did not award, they wouldn't give me the certificate, certificate of trespass, which is really annoying. Um, but I think they just didn't want me to have it, whatever. Anyway, so we were walking out and I, got, I was like, I don't want you guys following me to my car. Just he's like, oh, we're gonna walk you to the parking lot because technically Watermark property ends at the parking lot and not the, the garages are just what they, I guess, rent out or they use you know, for church overflow. So I was like, okay, so we walked out to the parking garage and I walked to my car and I was like, oh yeah, bye Micah. Laughed and, you know, danced off, whatever. Um and so, you know, thinking about how they had to shuffle me out the back door and I looked at the time. Service hasn't started yet, right? Um (laughs) You're about to meet me. Hello. I know it's been a long story, but you're about to meet UJ. Um uh so I was like thinking, I was like, honestly, like, that's so weird. They, 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 you know, they kicked me out of the side door. It's like, I wonder why they did that. And I was like, ah, uh, maybe they're not proud of what they did. Like, maybe they're just like, maybe this is embarrassing for them. I was like, huh, what time is it? Maybe I can still make service. That'd be cool. I was like, they didn't give me this. They didn't give me the certificate of trespass. I was like, you know like maybe they changed their mind or they just don't want to give it to me. And they just want me to just think that they are trespassing me or something. I don't know. I was like, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, maybe are just it's a bluff or whatever, because they do that. Just lie. Lie a lot. And so I, I was like, you know what? Ah, okay. So I drove out of the parking lot, parking, parking garage, drove out, and then kind of just went around and came to the front of Watermark. And since the service hadn't started yet, it was like eight minutes until the start of the 1115 service, right? I was like, this is perfect. Maybe I can make it to worship. And so I pulled back into the parking lot. And there was a lot, there was like a lot of parking spaces, little like, you know, prime parking spaces. Cause it was early technically. And people had not made it to church yet. Um, because the service hasn't started yet. So I was like, cool. So I pull in, and I parked my car in the watermark parking lot, kind of closer to the camp, to the, to the um, building. So I parked my car and I, you know, just checked myself and, and then, you know, come out, put my, put my phone away and, you know, close the door and start walking. And I see Nate and the other security guys just walking. Cause they had just, I guess, walked back from the edge of the parking lot. They're walking back towards the Watermarks building. And I see them in front, like in front of me, right in front of me. I was like, okay. So I'm kind of walking a little bit to the, like to the side of them. I was walking behind Nate and this other security guys pretty much behind them a little bit, but I had um, taken a turn so I can go into the doors kind of, the left of them because I don't want to try I didn't want to run into them. I was like not interested in that conversation. I just wanted to go inside and worship and then leave after it was done. Like I originally planned. And so I was walking up to the doors of Watermark, but I guess Nate looked back or something or looked beside him and he saw me. And so at the corner of my eyes I see him like running towards me and I was like so I just started running toward the watermark doors. <laughs> and I started running to the door. I was like, I want to worship. That's the only reason why I came here. And I'm just like, I don't like this whole like authority thing. I think it's ridiculous. And like, oh, just leave. I'm like, no, I didn't come here for them in the first place. I'm like, just go. I'm like, no. First of all, I didn't come here for them. I went to worship this whole entire time. And so I was like, and I started just beeline it, run. And I'm in like a bodycon dress, kind of a just like a it was just a basic dress and a baseball cap. I was booking it toward the door and I'm not a slow runner. So I made it there before him and I was smiling though. Cause it's like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, honestly, I was kind of laughing. I was like, this is crazy. Cause I heard him as he started running towards me. He was like, oh no. And, and then as I got inside, I almost made it to the little main lobby of the main little central lobby area of Watermark about to be like maybe probably a hundred feet from the, um, the doors of the, of the um, auditorium, right? Where the service happens. And so I was running into the main, into running. And I was like, yes, great, cool. I'm running inside. I was about to go inside the auditorium. And then this guy, this guy, the security guy from last time, I guess, you know, they talk to each other. They have all these earpieces of the security and they're like, they talk to each other. And and I guess they had warned him that I was coming into this door and he like comes out in front of me and he's like this with like a, what's it called? You know how when people block in basketball, they'll wave their hands out, they'll put their hands out and get all crouched and stuff and be like, and they'll crouch and like block. I'm like telling you, okay, I'm laughing because I lost my shit. I lost it. When he did this and he started waving his hands and like basically blocking me like a basketball player, I lost it. I like just started laughing so hard. I almost fell down because this was unbelievable. I was like, this is so crazy just to keep me from worshiping. No other reason that they're blocking me, literally blocking me so hard, and I'm having to run. <laughs> run past security guys, book it to, to worship just to raise and worship. Cause I've missed it. Right. And I was like, this is where I came. And I'm not really good with that kind of like, you know, non-authority figures. I really am not. I'm like, okay, I guess you can try it tell them what to do, but I don't know. I don't believe it. But anyways, so yeah, they were like, so, so I laughed. And so he was like, so Nate came up to me, he's like, man, and surrounded me with the other security guys. And they were just like, like, why, why did you do that? Why did you do that? And I was like, honestly, I think this is hilarious. And I wanted to worship. I already told you I wanted to worship. He's like, why did you do that? that? We just walked you off. I was like, yeah, I know. So I want to worship. I want to praise and worship. That's what I came here for. And so he was just like, oh my gosh. And I was like, whatever. So I walked and they walked me to my car and still didn't give me the certificate of trespassing. And I was like, where's that thing? Just give it to me. Because you're saying I can't worship and you're not sending me anything. Nate, then Nate was like, Nate just kept saying, We want you to be here, we want you to be here. So you don't have to do this. We just want you to meet with us first. We'd meet with us first. We'd arrange that meeting first. And and I was just like, You guys are so fucking weird. I I was like, whatever. And so then I then I actually got into my car and left and came home and I'm like, i oh like, I cannot believe any of that just happened. Um, but then I can believe it just happened. And I can't believe someone's like, you know this is a good idea. This is a great idea. And just understanding that everyone around them would go along with it is even more disgusting. Just hard to watch. I was like, you guys all look ridiculous. And when I, and, and this is a common thing in my church, which with what I'm doing in my church. They all make these, like the leadership and the elders make these decisions and then get mad at me for exposing the decisions. I'm like, you, this was always a bad thing y'all did. This is always a shame, this is always a shameful thing horrible thing that y'all did. It was always that way. It's not just because I exposed it. If they're embarrassed by their behavior, it's because their behavior was embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? Not because I said something about it. And it's just, but it's not something that is registered in the minds of them and my my leaders. So I'm like, whatever. I'll just, I'm just gonna expose it so that at least people can be safe. Because <laughs> they're not listening. And so, yeah, if you're wondering the reason why they got, I got, was prevented from worshiping and got kicked out of church was because I refused to meet with um, the elders for some reason that they won't tell me. So Some reason I don't actually know about. I don't know. Cause I, they obviously know I'm not a threat. They obviously know that I am gonna keep calling them out for their abuse. Um, and that's what I'm gonna keep doing. Like, I just wanna go to church. I want they they know what I want them to stop doing to start you know calling out prejudice and stop abusing people, Um, and they're not willing to do that. But they they want to have a meeting in private with me. I was like I don't trust you, and this is weird. Like, "Mm." and they just want to be gatekeepers to my faith. I'm not allowed in the house of God unless it's through them. Like I'm like that's not what Jesus died for. (laughs) So that doesn't have that doesn't have to happen anymore. That's what I'm pretty sure of. Right? The the real God of Watermark. Is watermark <laughs> like like I don't know because it's, this is it's just, this is weird, you know? No, no, no way, God! In, like God's in heaven, like yeah, good job keeping her from worshiping me. Ah, nice.